Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Covering the Miami Heat from deep in the paint to beyond the arc. And always inside the 305. This is Red Hot Hoops. Now, here's Alex Dono and Hollywood. Welcome into Red Hot Hoops, an Odyssey podcast. So Monday night, the Heat on the road in Philadelphia. They beat Joel Embiid and a good Sixers team. So then they come home to host that same 76ers team without Joel Embiid because he was ruled out with foot soreness shortly before the game. So I'm thinking easy dub, right? Or if not easy dub, competitive game, right? Not so much. Alex Dono alongside the man they call Hollywood. So Hollywood, uh, the Heat got a, a close victory against Philly in Philly. And then even without Joel Embiid, that didn't seem to matter one bit for the 76ers. Miami gets the doors blown off at Miami Dade Arena last night. What the hell happened? Well, I don't know. I feel like an idiot for saying all, all morning the, the day after that game that uh, hey, we we love to get the Sixers in the playoffs. That'd be a great matchup for us. There's uh, <laughs> really something missing from that team. Well, maybe and, it'd be uh, okay if Joel Embiid plays. If he doesn't play, we're in big trouble. Unbelievable, man. I don't know. I I just I wonder when the wake up call is coming for the Heat, man. Because as we sit right now, they're in seventh place. Donald, they're in the they're in the play-in spot here. We we need to we need to wake up here because uh, the, these games are really important here, and you got an interesting stretch coming up. Man, I don't know what's going on. The shooting can't get any worse, right? Awful. And you know they gave me a little bit of hope on Monday night because mm-hmm. you know even though so Monday night was an interesting one. Jimmy had his Superman cape on in that victory on Monday. Uh, Tyler and Bam didn't do much of anything offensively, but the Heat were still able to win behind Jimmy and behind serviceable three-point shooting because on Monday, they shot a little over 40% from three. They hit 15 threes on Monday. They hit only seven threes on Wednesday, uh, seven for 29. They shot 24.1% from beyond the arc. I mean, you talk about a a regression. Now, that 24% is closer (laughs) to what they've been shooting most of the season compared to the 40% that they shot the other night. But it's like, 
I, I don't know what this team needs to do to exercise three, these three-point shooting demons. I mean, you know, you add Kevin Love. Uh, he's hit a few threes now in a Heat uniform, but he was 0 for 2 on Wednesday night. Uh, a, a big culprit here was Gabe Vincent. Like, Vincent shot really well from three on Monday, and then he shot 0 for 7 from three on Wednesday. So, yeah, you're not going to beat anybody in this league hitting 24% of your threes and, you know, one of your hotter three-point shooters shooting 0 for 7. So I think we can start there uh, that, you know, a team that struggles to score 100 points and fell a few shy of that last night, you're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs like this. No, no, they're not. You know, it's funny. I, I was thinking of you, Dono, because we, we talked about this the other day about, you know, can you can you win games playing in the in the high 90s or the low 100s? And it's like, no, in the NBA, you, you really can't. And the Heat are dead last at scoring, man. I, I mean, they can't. They're, you know, they have teams like Houston, Orlando, Detroit, they're putting up more points than, than you are. Miami's put up uh, an average of 100 points over the last three games. It's just, it's not enough in this modern NBA. You know, I, I know we got the Knicks coming up on Friday. We want to try to flash back to the, you know, the two, early 2000s or, or 90s when that rivalry was relevant. But you're not going to beat the Knicks. Scored 142 no. points last night. You're not going to beat those guys scoring 98, 99 points or whatever <laughs> Yeah. They'd have been scoring here. I mean, it it's unbelievable, really, when you take a step back, you look at you know how much Miami has has regressed in, in just a year with again, you mentioned a lot of the same guys, right? And the shooting, and you know, I, they don't have an answer, unfortunately, on this roster here. I, I hope that what you said last podcast where you talked about the playoffs and you know the games maybe won't be as high scoring in the playoffs, and maybe that will will come to fruition here, but this has been a uh, a mystifying step back here offensively for the Heat. Well, and you mentioned the Knicks, who the Heat keep falling farther and farther behind in the standings. Um, like, I'm not even really thinking about catching them right now. I'm just hoping the Nets keep losing games because they're, they're in a free fall. But, you know, uh, the Knicks have won seven straight games. The Heat have now lost five out of six games. And, you know, I, I guess our only – our only chance to avoid the play-in, which would be the seventh seed through the 10th seed, our only chance to avoid that would be who sucks more for the last, you know, 18 games or so. Is it going to be the Heat or the Nets? Because nobody seems to want that sixth seed right now. Yeah, you know, the, the Nets are, are – they, they seem to continue to play hard. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's an interesting young lineup there, but – Man, Dono, can't can't you get out of that that playing thing here? Because I yeah. I just I feel like that has early exit written all over it for uh, for the Heat. I, I still stick to this. I still think the Sixers are a good matchup for you in the playoffs. You, you still I I know last night's game was was a mess, but I still yeah. think that's probably the team that you want to run into here and because you're right you, you know things will slow down a little bit in the in the postseason and, and def, defense will become a bigger factor Miami is still a a good defensive team with, with you know some exceptions here but I, I think that's still the matchup you want yeah because you know getting blown out by the Sixers last night to me I don't read too much into what that says about the way these two teams match up to me it just really tells me how horribly inconsistent the heat have been this year like I, I look at I look at it more internally than externally I don't look at last night and say oh yeah there's you're gonna get swept in the playoffs if you face this team I look at it as 
why can't this team get their crap together? Like, how, how can they how can they play some competitive games and, and beat some good teams every now and then and then get blown out on their home floor by the same team without their MVP that they beat by a couple points on the road a couple days ago? So uh, I don't think my opinion has really changed on playoff matchups, but, you know, at the same time, matchups are matchups. Like, you can talk about how everyone guards each other one through five, uh, but I, I think the bigger issue on this team is they just look they look unmotivated like they, they can find it for one game. So heading into the first Sixers game, Jimmy was talking about how tired he is of losing. And, you know, it seemed to kind of spark something in him individually and in the entire team on Monday night. And then it's like, all right, we did our thing on Monday. Now we're just going to regress back to this inconsistency because you, you think about what happened in the second quarter on Wednesday night. Uh, it's unfathomable and inexcusable. You know, the Heat had a, a good first quarter and then they give up a 20 to two run in the second, like 20 to two run. And we talked about how bad the three point shooting was last night. They went on, I think, a 25 and a half minute three point drought. 25 and a half minutes, they couldn't hit a three pointer. Um, you know, and the defense obviously wasn't very good on Wednesday night, but you know, you're, if, if your offense can't even score 100 points most nights, none of that really even matters. Yeah, you, you know, it's funny. We were talking about it this morning, too, like the, the Tyler Hero hall pass that, oh, that yeah. he's on. And I don't know. He kind of gets handled with kid gloves a little bit, yeah. doesn't he? Like, you yeah. don't see anyone really get after uh, Tyler too much, but he's getting paid, man. He's getting paid like a, a star in this league. He didn't start showing up here. He was uh, he was disappointing again in uh, in that game. But you talk about three-point shooting. He's uh, He's been terrible. He was one of five in that game. Uh, Kevin Love, uh, you know, I don't know. Is he going to give you anything here as uh, as this thing progresses defensively? I think he's a little bit of a liability. And then, you know, I just think at a certain point, it feels like you are relying too much on guys that, you know, maybe shouldn't be relied so heavily on him. You got Gabe Vincent playing, you know, 27 minutes in that game. He's relatively ineffective out there. Max Struess continues to play huge minutes for you, you know, Caleb Martin plays big minutes for you. I, I just wonder, are the Heat leaning too heavily on these kinds of guys, you know? And I don't know. It's such a star-driven league, man. And, you know, I, I get what they did a year ago, but it just it clearly is uh, is not clicking here this year. But I just wonder, I you know, if they're they're relying a little bit too heavily on these guys at uh, at, at points. Yeah, not only that, I don't know if they're relying heavily enough on the players who are actually good enough to carry them because J Jimmy's minutes haven't been very high, even when he's played, um, you know, seems like he's still not completely healthy. I don't know if he'll ever be completely healthy with the knee issue that he's been dealing with. I think you just have to accept the fact that, you know, his, uh, his big minute games are going to be a little bit sporadic. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if, uh, if Jimmy and Bam are even playing enough minutes. Now maybe last night's not the best barometer because they were, you know, getting blown out uh, in the second portion of that game but like you know jimmy only plays 27 minutes last night bam only plays 30 like on the flip side for the sixers you know they've got maxi 38 minutes harden 37 minutes tobias harris 35 minutes so they're they're leaning heavily on the guys who are really taking them where they need to go even with Embiid out of the lineup whereas the heat rotates so much and then the other part of it hollywood is um, the bench just has been so poor, uh, and it, it seems to be getting worse, right? I mean, you know, we've, we've talked uh, for, you know, the last few months we've been doing this show about how how much it hurt the bench this year, 
by putting Tyler Hero in the starting lineup. And then, you know, you've been talking about relying on, you know, Victor Oladipo coming off the bench. You put Caleb Martin on the bench since acquiring Kevin Love. I, I guess Caleb just hasn't figured out how to come off the bench yet because he's he's was so much better as a starter. I mean, Caleb Martin last night, he shoots two for seven, two for five from three, six-point contribution. You know, Oladipo, he, he looks like he's regressing a little bit in this lineup. I think that there are some more underlying injury concerns for him as well. But let me see, how much did the Heat bench put up last night? Uh, Max Struess did hit double figures, uh, but, like, it was barely contributing. I mean, Struess, 13 points, Oladipo, nine points, Caleb Martin with six, Cody Zeller with five points. Uh, Duncan with three points, Highsmith, goose egg. Uh, he didn't attempt any shots though last night, but you know, you don't, you don't have a spark off the, bench the way that you did last year with hero. You realize it's, I mean, it's tough Dono and, and the way that the NBA is set up right now to play 27 minutes and score four points. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, that's a great point. It is man. It's tough to, to score four points. That kind of, those kind of minutes, Kel Martin gives you six and 24 minutes. Ugh. I mean, those are they have a stat that meant that that works on that that figures out usage and you know how many how many points you end up getting one of those advanced yeah. metric stats and I God the heat must be brutal in uh, in that but <laughs> uh, look this game against the Knicks on Friday I I got this thing circled as maybe the the biggest game so far this season right I I mean this is a Knicks team that is coming in absolutely red hot ten games over five hundred the Heat are in a situ- situation here where, you know, I think if you lose this game to the to the Knicks, it, it could start to, to snowball a little bit here for you because, look, Miami's really struggled since the All-Star break, which has been very surprising. Yeah. I, I thought coming out of the break they'd be in real good shape here. They'd get healthy. They'd get right. But they've struggled. You know, they, they have really struggled. And, and this game, I, I have circled here because if you can't at least, you know, hold your own here against the Knicks at home, you get kind of a little bit of a preview of uh, of I think what's to come in the postseason, which amazingly enough, all this stuff is right around the corner here. Hmm. Yeah, you're listening to Red Hot Hoops and Odyssey podcasts. We're available Odyssey, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Make sure to subscribe. Red Hot Hoops, Alex Dono, alongside the man they call Hollywood. Uh, I, 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 it was either Barry Jackson or Ira Winderman. I think it was Barry who might have tweeted this after after that debacle against Philadelphia that, you know, I think a, a lot of Heat fans are kind of looking at the roster construction and they're saying, OK, this this sort of cycle is over and, and we're, you know, may, maybe this core can only take you so far at this point. Time to blow it up. But pointed out that blowing it up, maybe not really in Pat Riley's DNA, especially not at this point in his life and career. Um, do you think, I mean, are, I'm not going to say we're overreacting to a terrible performance on Wednesday night because there's been, there's been enough of these bad performances this season, right? I mean, it's, yeah, this team is three games over 500, uh, and they're a seven seed after being the top seed in the East last year. So I don't think it's an overreaction for heat fans to wonder if this thing should get blown up because, uh, I would be open to it. You know, I don't know if, uh, if Pat Riley in his seventies and he's worked pretty hard to, you know, to try to get them this far surrounding Jimmy Butler. I don't know if he'd be willing to hit that reset button, but I don't know, man. I'm starting to be open to that possibility that that might be the only way to truly fix this is to demolish it and build it on a new foundation. Uh, I'm going to probably disagree with you uh, on that one. I, I just, I, I think that core, that three that you have has proven 
that they're good enough to, to get you to where you want to get to, right? You got to the finals in, in the bubble with, uh, you know, essentially the, this this group of guys. You got with it a shot of the finals last year with uh, with this group of guys. They, they've clearly taken a, a step back, but you, you need, you know, I don't want to continue to insult the the Caleb Martins and Gabe Vincents of the world here, but you need like real solid NBA level role players with that group as well. Like you, you need guys that can, you know, that can shoot and, and do all the stuff that all these other, you know, role players are. and look how Philly's roster is, is constructed. I mean, look how deep those guys get, you know, I, I just think outside of your core three who I, I agree with what you said earlier, by the way, that they're not leaning on those guys, quite enough here you paid tyler hero he's got to show up for you you know bam out of bio is supposed to be an all-star caliber player supposed to be he was an all-star he's got to step up and you know jimmy butler it's like it's like a sympathy party for this guy because he's always always (laughs) hurt or whatever but no man it's enough like it's time to go it's time to start playing here you know late in the season this is what you wait for everyone get wants to get to the end of the season nobody wants to play in the regular season it's a weird nba right now with this with this stuff but now you're here you're at the end of the season these are the games that uh, that count so let's go man it's just enough of the the pity party here and let's yeah. let's start leaning on that core but i think that core is good enough and you know when people talk about blowing it up like i, I don't know they want to they want to get rid of these guys and be bad for a while and build through the draft like it's a, it's a good question like like NBA. what is it's a good like what, what does blowing it up really mean because you could probably talk to three different heat fans and you'll get three different definitions of it like just just blowing it up literally mean trade jimmy trade bam. now trading bam i think would be crazy like i i could like i could see maybe some logic in saying trade jimmy because jimmy's on the back nine uh but like the idea like to me like bam bam should be untouchable even in a rebuild because he's so young uh, so I don't know if like when people say blow it up, if they mean literally get rid of Jimmy and Bam and Tyler and completely start fresh, or do they just mean keep the core together and just literally get rid of everybody else? Like I, you know, I, but, but then how do you do that if you don't trade some of these more valuable pieces? So I, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's like, I, I think Bam is the most untouchable guy on this roster right now. Yeah, but I mean, look, guys have contracts too. I mean, it's not like you can just just move them, and it's not like you're gonna just you know go to the open market and trade Jimmy Butler for a you know a guy of his caliber that's five years younger, which right. everyone right. would would like here. I mean, these are these are the guys that you've built your team around, and you kind of have to stick with it. I I just don't I don't see any you know too many ways out of the situation. But here's one thing that that you know I, I've always admired about this Heat team is that. They have they have always found a way to remain competitive, right? Yeah. And even this season, their season clearly not up to our standards, but man, it's better than you know the, what's going on in Orlando or what's going on in you know a bunch of these other markets. I mean, this is a down year for the Heat, and they're still going to make the playoffs. I, I would think here, or at least the play-in tournament, they're they're going to make some sort of postseason, you know, noise here. I mean, look, the, the Heat. You know, you go back, the Heat lost LeBron James in his prime. Yeah. You know, they, they lost LeBron in his prime, and they still figured out a way to, you know, continue to remain a, a contending team. And, you know, they, they've brought in now a couple of guys in, in Jimmy and, and Bam who are top-tier players. And you hope Tyler Hero makes that extra step, man, because he, yeah. has, he hasn't made it yet. He has no, not he made hasn't. it. I think Tyler Hero is a guy that, you know, I – Probably they think the ceiling for him is is an all star, right? And and maybe he can get to that point, but he certainly has not. 
up to uh, up to now but this is the core man this is it and you need to build around these guys and continue to uh to try to find a way to make shots and that'll be what they they address in the offseason you got to get shooters in here you got to get guys that are, are consistent not you know man the duncan robinsons of the world the guys that have one good year and uh, you decide oh let's pay them let's yeah. uh let's give them a contract and now because look you're, you're stuck with these guys nothing you can do about it who do you think gets handled with softer kid gloves? Is it Jimmy or Tyler? Because you, you've brought them both up, and I I can't yeah. disagree with either one. But it's like I, I kind of feel like Tyler is let to skate a little bit too much because at least like with Jimmy, you know that he is or is supposed to be a superstar. And I feel like people get on Jimmy a little bit. But when Tyler doesn't do a whole lot, I, I feel like Tyler kind of just skates that a lot of Heat fans are like, they praise him when he plays well, and they sort of ignore him when he doesn't. Yeah, Tyler's a great example of a guy who just, yeah, is not not going to get the, the criticism that, oh, man, I, I Jimmy gets it a little bit. So, yeah. so the thing with Jimmy, at least for me, is he was so good in the playoffs last year. And Tyler that, wasn't. He was the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> J- Jimmy gets like a lifetime hall pass for what he did in that series against Boston and carrying yeah. the team. The way that he did, I, I, you know, I just think Jimmy gets that kind of hall pass, but I don't know, man. Jimmy seems like he's always got something else going on. You know, you go on his, his social media and he's, you know, he's got coffee or he's got trips he's going on. He's got all this different stuff. And I don't know. I, I don't, I wonder sometimes where, where his head is at, but Tyler hero is just kind of, yeah, he's, he's uh, on a nice little uh, hall pass down here, but I think that whole that whole team is to an extent, right? I mean, yeah. what what more what can you say about a team that made the run that they made last year? And and the the other thing is this this season is not finished, right? You know, I I think that this team has has at the very least earned the benefit of the doubt that that you know they can put this thing together and and make this uh, make an interesting run here at the end. It's it's not over yet. You know, it doesn't look good right now. There's no question about it. I think. You know, I wouldn't bet on the heat right now, but you know, it it uh they, they should have the they get the benefit of the doubt at the very least. Well, and when they play a game like they played on Wednesday night, I'm I'm just I'm reminded of how spoiled Heat fans are. And not to say we're spoiled this year, but you know, a, a lot of people, you know, depending on how old you are, um, you know, maybe only started really following this team right around like 2010, and you know, they were winning championships around that time but even when they weren't they were always competitive they were always in the playoffs and you know if you go back to 06 you saw them win a third championship so you know you notice one of 82 games and I know that there's been a handful of these so it wasn't the only example but you know it's not every NBA fan base that's going to freak out this much getting blown out by the Philadelphia 76ers the way Heat fans do with all this blow it up talk so you know you've got to get to a point where you're spoiled enough that you care this much because you know, when the Miami Dolphins get blown out, you know, you don't always see maybe this many people freaking out about it. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I love my Miami Hurricanes football team. You kind of get used to some bad losses over the years with the Heat fan. A little bit more spoiled, I think. Well, first off, Dono, the, the Hurricanes football teams, they're done with those losses, man. Things are going to start to turn around, right? Your mouth to God's uh, ears. Yeah, no no more Middle Tennessee State situation here. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a, look, it's it's definitely a fan base that expects to win. But you know, it's funny. I was talking about this with someone the other day too. They pointed this out to me. Someone that goes to all the games and they 
this season has actually been very entertaining. If you take a step back and stop worrying about like, you know, winning, winning titles and all that, it's actually been a very entertaining season for the, uh, for the heat. They're in every single game because they're not particularly good. Right. I mean, I went to the game (laughs) against, uh, against the Rockets and it's like, all right, the Rockets are the, you know, second lowest scoring team in the league right next to the heat who are last. And, you know, all right, Houston's not very good. Maybe Miami will beat them up. Miami's favored by double digits in this game. It's like, nope, it came down to the final shot and, and Jimmy scoring right at the horn there. So they're in every single game. A lot of them have been fun. The Sixers game, you know, clearly, uh, clearly not one of those uh, games. But I, I think Friday will be a huge, huge test for this team to yeah. see if, you know, not only they can they can bounce back, but they can hang with a team that uh, is on a big tear here and uh, a team that you might end up seeing in the playoffs. Yeah, I think to this point, the most successful uh, betting trends on Heat games have been unders. Um, that's one. Um, whoever, if you ever see like a team favored by more than three points, you you bet the underdog to cover, and you've probably done pretty well with that because these games are all close in either direction. And you know, at least before the All Star break, I was betting a lot of Bam Adebayo overs, and and those kept hitting because you know I guess it took it took Vegas a while to figure out what a good season he was having. He's you know he's not not been putting up necessarily the same numbers since the All Star break, so those have been some of the winning trends, but. Yeah, this this Friday is going to be interesting when the Heat take on the Knicks. Uh, it's going to be a home game for the Heat, 8 p.m. at Miami Dade Arena. And I I don't know Hollywood. I'm a little I'm a little concerned about what the split is going to be like in that crowd because as soon as the Knicks start having a little success, all of a sudden those transplanted New Yorkers who even though all they talk about is how great New York is, yet they chose to move down here. Like I hope they never forget that. But all the transplanted New Yorkers. Oh, we're good again. The Knicks, the Mecca, bro. We're, we're going we're gonna to bring uh, Madison Square Garden South down to Miami-Dade Arena. They're all going to show up in droves. I hope we keep those obnoxious losers quiet on Friday night. That was a tremendous New York impression, by the way. I love that. So I'm seeing a line here at uh, Heat Minus One, by the way, for uh, for Friday's game, which I don't know what that does for you, but I don't know, man. I I'm just going to bet the under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just bet the under, but oh man, that that line is uh, is interesting. But uh, the Knicks are going to be real tough here, Dono. I'm a little yeah. concerned about Friday. Can the Heat hang in there? It's going to have to. You're going to have to score more than 97 points. I can tell you that much if you want to beat that Knicks team. Um, but uh, this is great. It's good for basketball. Again, it's great when when these these teams are are both good and. I would love to see a Heat Knicks playoff series with uh, with relevance, and the the only the only thing that would scare me about that is the fact that the Knicks might be a better team than yeah. uh, than the Heat right now. And uh, I don't know if we'd ever hear the end of it if the Knicks beat us in a playoff series. Oh. Yeah, I mean, which hasn't happened since <laughs> what nineteen ninety six, I think, or nineteen ninety seven. Oh yeah, it's been since the glory days. Remember, they had those teams I with. Think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they had those teams they thought were really good with Amari Stoudemire and uh, and Carmelo and those teams Jer- were okay. Jeremy Lin. A couple of yeah, Jeremy Lin. They had a couple of uh, decent teams mixed in there with uh, with Carmelo in his prime. But yeah. uh, remember, I just remember always thinking they were going to knock the Heat off and never never got even close. My favorite was the series when uh, when Amari uh, punched through the yeah. uh, the what was it the fire the fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Fantastic. Well, listen, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I might be thinking, uh, I might be thinking of betting Knicks plus one for the emotional hedge. Like that way, if the heat do lose, you know, at least I got some money out of it. And if the heat win, I won't care about losing a little money. So that, that may be the way that I go with that one. Well, the other thing is you got to make sure you see the injury report about three minutes before tip off to yeah. see who's uh, who's playing because we don't even we don't know who Joel Embiid. You find out he's not playing right before, and you think, oh, oh great, yeah. you know, or we're in good shape. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. It reminded me of the the Milwaukee game coming out of the All Star break. They go like, right before tip off. They go, yeah. Giannis is playing. Yeah, Uh-oh, Giannis is playing. The line shoots back up, and then Giannis gets hurt like two minutes into the yeah. game. Giannis isn't playing anymore. Girl, <laughs> we're, oh, we're in great shape here. And you lose by twenty, oh, so it's like, awful. yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to make anymore. Of these injury reports and stars missing games. These teams seem to play better against the Heat when their stars miss the games, yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I hope everyone enjoys the game tomorrow night. Not Knicks fans, though. Hope all the Heat fans enjoy the game. For Hollywood, I'm Dono, and guys, make sure you subscribe to Red Hot Hoops podcast is available on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. It's free to subscribe. It's even freer uh, to leave us a five-star rating and review. It takes a few seconds to do that. And we will talk to you next time on another episode of Red Hot Hoops, part of the Odyssey Podcast Network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.